0: On good people, this is your boy the Ace that runs to place one half of the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. And I'm back with another solo episode this time around. You know, normally it's me and the franchise, but you know, every once in a while, you know, y'all might catch me do a solo episode here and there, you know, talking about some things. Uh, I had a solo episode lined up a while, like a while ago, I believe I did it last week. And it was something that I kind of like uh was was procrastinating to get to whatever it was a you know a couple of subjects that were already addressed on the last episode that me and the franchise done did so it don't really feel like a need for me to really sit here and you know go over it again or like when i said to him you know that's why i told him to get rid of it so this episode i got some uh, other stuff to talk about you know it's wrestling and there's always stuff to talk about in wrestling even like in the uh, pandemic era, or right now, there's always things to discuss, so that's great, you know. So those old topics, me and the franchise already talked about some of the things we already talked about, like I believe it was um Dolph Ziggler uh, winning the uh, NXT Championship. That was something that I talked about on the, on the um so last episode. So pretty much, like I said, everything that we that we talked about recently, I had set up for. My last solo episode, but like I said, I kind of fucked that up or whatever. But this episode, I got total, totally new ideas and things I want to talk about. So one of the things I seen was people discuss Omaz. You know, Omaz is Omas Omos, whatever his name. I think it's Omaz. I believe it's Omas, right? Now, Omaz is seven foot three. About 400 pounds, I believe he said, from Nigeria. Nigerian background. Big as hell. And he's very raw in the ring, you know. And not, no pun intended. You know, he's a raw talent. He's he's a very raw talent, rare talent, you know. And a lot of people have been, I've been seeing, you know, from different wrestling websites and stuff like that, really uh, criticizing Oma's. For pretty much just that, like being a, a you know a not well seasoned wrestler in the ring, and you know it's it's, it's kind of messed up. And I was just wondering, you know, is it fair? Is it justified? Or is it was it unfair to criticize this guy who doesn't have you know that much experience in the ring as of yet? You know, I believe he's like, he's still very very young. In the ring, you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, I know the last big guy he had was uh, Braun Strowman. You see how long it took for Braun to kind of really come along, but I think because Braun had, you know, the Wyatt family, he had, you know, and a lot of his stuff. He was doing. He was just jacking people up. He was just running around destroying people you know what i mean so that was kind of like Brian. brown really didn't start to me i felt like Brian really didn't start really getting into it until i think his feud with roman when he started fuming with roman roman him and roman are cool that's when i felt like brown really started to you start to see a little bit more what brown could do in the ring and then obviously eventually later on you know Brian started to do you know Shows personality, um, broke away from the Wyatt family, and um, started doing other things and stuff like that. You saw, like, okay, yo, this dude obviously he's he's big, he's fast, he can move real well in the ring. Just like o- Omos is big, he's fast, he can move really well in the ring for a big man at seven foot three. And I believe Braun was like the same size. I believe Braun was like seven. I think he was at least over seven foot tall. You know, so Braun was up there and Omos is up there. So I just believe you got to give Omas an opportunity to grow and find his character in the WWE. You know what I mean? I don't think Vince or none of them really have, you know, have come up with the, you know, the niche or the gimmick for Omas to have other than just being big tall guy, Power destroy everybody in this path, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? The typical big man story in WWE. But I think when olmas kind of finds his his gimmick or his voice or whatever like that in the WWE. You might see the you know you might see him flourish more in in the WWE. You know, right now they have him feuding with uh, Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz, and that's a guy that i thought that wwe was going to put more or vince was going to put more time into invest into was commander ez aka double double kato i believe his name was when he, he had raw underground i thought that he was going to be more used in in the wwe on the main roster when he did all the stuff that he was doing or whatever all the call ups and you know Pairing him on Apollo and this, that, and then the third, and you know, I, you know, he got the with the Nigerian nail, he got the thumb, the, you know, shout out to Amaga, you know, the uh, the 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 thumb uh, finishing move. Uh, and he's big, like that's another big dude can move well in the ring. I don't I don't think I never really heard him talk, uh, yet, but. You know, like I was saying, big dude, he can move real well, got a you know, finish move, got a character. You know, he's Apollo Crews muscle. You know, so you know, I'm surprised about that, but you know, he's been feuding with, with Omas, and Omas been kicking his ass. Omas has been kicking his ass and Apollo Crews ass. You can figure, okay, yeah, he gonna beat Apollo Crews. Apollo Cruz is small. You you can see that happening. But this dude, Commander Z's dude, they're about the same height. Like, look at looking at each other eye to eye, and Commander Z's is beginning his ass whooped by Omaz. But I think that's just really just the WWE having faith in Omaz to be, you know, the you know one of those big guys that they that they really like that they really want to you know push in the, in the business. You know, Vince loves his Vince loves his uh his big guys. You know, he loves having big, strong, you know, wrestlers and stuff, you know, but like I said, I think when Omos gets better on the mic and he finds his gimmick, that's when I think we're going to see the best of Omos. But, you know, people are going to criticize. It's, it's you know, it's it's part of anything in life, you know. Nobody's going to be 100% satisfied with what's put out there, you know what I mean? Um, and especially in wrestling, you know, people are going to complain about this, that, and the third was going on, especially in the WWE because WWE has been around for so long. And, you know, people just come accustomed to, you know, talking about it. And now with, with social media, you know, we can voice our complaints. And, you know what I mean? So, but I'm like, listen, WWE, Vince McMahon, you know, whoever is going to keep doing what they do. People are going to keep watching it. You know, people going to keep going to the shows you know, WrestleMania is around the corner. One of the biggest events in wrestling and sports entertainment wrestling history. You know, uh, SummerSlam it, this year is in Nashville. That's going to be, you know, incredible. It's so, you know, so it's like, it's hard to really, you know, you're going to get mad. You're going to criticize, but you're still going to watch it. So it's like, I, I just want to get, I think Omos pretty much, in me, in my opinion, I felt like Omos should be given a chance, an opportunity to fail, you know, to, to succeed or fail, whatever, and see what he can do. And he's still, and he's young. And like I said, he got rid of Braun, they got rid of Braun. Braun was costing them some money, you know, and you know, if, let's just say the WWE had cap space. You know, they got a budget, they got cap space, right? And you gotta pay all these people, right? You gotta pay all these people, you gotta do all this stuff, right? And let's just say he's looking at Bron, like, okay, we're paying Bron to $2 million. His contract is like $2, $3 million, whatever, like a year or that's just, you know, overall, that's what he's, he's getting, like $2 million, right? 2 two to $3 million, right? Now we got this guy at Omas and Commander Aziz and stuff like that. You got some of these other guys who are a lot cheaper, you know, and... You might kind of feel like Braun's kind of like ran his course in WWE. You don't really know what to do with Braun Strowman. You know, I think that's one of, that was one of the problems he had with Braun, is he didn't know what to do with him. You know, he was at first he was the he was the you know part of the Wyatt family. He was like the black sheep of the Wyatt family. Then he was what the. um the monster amongst men. That was his thing for the for the for the longest. The monster amongst men, and then he was the uh, what was he after that? He had the Strowman Express. He had that for a while, and then he started coming out looking like a uh, um like he was looking like a hunter. Like he was looking like almost like a big giant GIO, GI Joe for a minute. And um, so I think I just think Brian didn't didn't know what to do with Brian. They, they really did so they was kind of like all right you know we done with that experiment and he can go on to do what he do. he's called now he's called Titan now which is pretty I like that name for him I like that name a lot but like I said they got two really they got a bunch of big they got a but Omas, commander z's uh T bars of tall guy uh mace you know they still got they still got Baron Corbin big dude Drew McIntyre is a big guy. They got a lot of they got a lot of tall, big men in the w, in the WWE. But I just think they're still trying to find they're still trying to find those, you know, those few that they could kind of like okay, we got these you know we got these guys we could build around them like you know Kane the Canes of the World the Undertaker's the Sid Vicious was very tall, Recipe Scott Hall he was a tall man Diesel there was a bunch they got a bunch man a bunch of really tall men. You know, so I don't know, man. But I say, man, give the man a chance. Give, give Omos a chance, man. He might surprise you. He might surprise you one day. And already a Raw tag I think him and Braun both, their first title was the Raw tag team titles. Because I believe that was Braun's first title. That was Braun Strowman's first title. He won it with a kid. So Omos, Omos won his with AJ Styles. So, <laughs> you know, and you need to think about it. AJ said he not ready. AJ was like he's not ready, but they had to they had to get AJ. They had to separate him and AJ, so AJ could do his thing. And AJ, AJ Styles is good as a face or a heel or whatever. He can do both. But I think what's whatever going on with the with the WWE Heavyweight Championship or the Universal Title, whatever you want to call it, the Undisputed Title, Roman needs more people to feel with. AJ Styles is there. You know, Randy, Riddle, shit. I mean, I know Omos wouldn't be ready, but, you know, you could possibly throw Omos into the equation or kind of like, you know, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's, it was very interesting to see. So, but like I said, man, I, I'm, I'm giving the brother a chance. You know, usually, guys, if you listen to the podcast, me and the franchise, it's like franchises... You know, defending WWE. You know, he's defending. You know, the the that the brand. He's waving the flag. We always say, and I'm kind of like more into like AEW, you know what i mean because it's just like it remind it just reminds me of wcw a lot of times and i miss them days i miss wcw wwe and stuff and it's just like having the two two shows and stuff and they don't really collide with each other like that one's on monday and friday one's on wednesday and friday but the one the both that's on fridays at two different times so you can catch both with no problem, you know what I mean, if if you choose to, you know, stay up and watch, you know, Raw and, I mean, SmackDown and AEW Rampage. And AEW got a lot of stuff going on, man. They got a lot of wrestlers, they got a lot of people that I like, and but, you know, I'm defending WWE today. I'm defending, I'm defending w, I'm defending Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I'm not gonna let y'all dog this company. Like I said, I've, I've been a fan of this business, of this of this company in particular, for a very long time. For a very long time, man. Listen, man. One of my favorite wrestlers is a WWE Hall of Fame man. That's Kurt Angle. One of one of my favorites. You know, and a lot of there was a lot of great moments. There's so much WWE as a, WWE itself. I, I, I probably got I can say a good portion of my friendships is based around wrestling based around some sort of sports or whatever like that, but the wrestling the wrestling friends is totally different that's a totally different community from football, basketball what, boxing, whatever wrestling fans is totally different from anything else period period, you know so, I'm going to always had love for WWE, man. I, I'm always going to have love for that for that company. So, y'all, you know, I'm going to talk my shit, you know. Like I said, I got, I got complaints about AEW, too. And I'm going to have complaints about WWE, so both of them can get this work. But today, I'm waving the flag for the WWE. So, I'm saying WWE is trying to invest and see what they can get out of Omos. I say, give Omos a chance. Give Omos an opportunity to see what this man can do. You know? If he does, if he does good, great. If he does bad, then you know it is what it is. And maybe he can, you know, continue to train, continue to work on his craft, and see what he can make out of himself. We gotta give people a chance to 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 fail. You know what I mean? To succeed or fail, whatever. You gotta give people a chance. You gotta give them an opportunity. You know? So the other thing I wanted to talk about today was. Did you guys see the street prophets got a little change in their attitude? It seems that the street prophets may be turning heel. Now, this is something that I was very interested in. This is something that I thought about like a while ago before they before they really did, they're starting to make that transition into heels. This is something that I was thinking about like a while ago, you know, and I was thinking more so about who, like I think like who would benefit more from being a heel now Montez better on the mic really has a love for the business uh rock fan you know one of the one of the ultimate rock fans out there um Dwayne the Rock Johnson fans got it all got it all everybody sees that Montez Ford has the potential to be one of the greats if they push him and put him in the right direction. Montez could be one of the greatest in the WWE of this era, maybe all time, you know, but Angelo, he's good. He's good. He's good on the mic. He, you know, he's very good, but it's kind of like, it's hard when you got somebody like Montez with you because, you know, Montez shines so bright. They both shine, but it's hard because Montez shine so bright and kind of like some of the focus is all on Montez it's hard to really appreciate Angelo Dawkins now I think them turning heel obviously I think Montez is going to succeed well in that role but I think Angelo Dawkins could really find his voice in this heel turn. I really honestly think Angelo, because I can see Angelo Dark as being a guy that you don't like. Like Montez, it's like, it's hard not to like him. But I think if he was an asshole, because he got, you know, he he, he could be cocky. He could be asshole. He'd be It'd be like, yeah, he an asshole, but dude got, he got, you know, it's one of them guys I think it's gonna be hard to hate. Kind of like Roman in a sense. I feel like Roman is hard to hate it's hard to hate this guy you know and there's people that's those wrestling fans that's like the heel you hate the heel you love the face and you might have them tweeners that you like you know you love you know you love or whatever too whatever however you feel about the tweeners but me i'm looking at it as like yo i just that's what i always wanted to see out of roman you know and i and, and i don't and when you look back at old roman stuff bro we like damn roman see corny like Roman seemed so corny back in the day like I say shield he was cool especially when you was starting to see more and more of the shield and you start to see you know like Roman kind of like finding his finding his you know his his niche his you know seeing more of Roman's personality uh you know, oh Roman's cool Roman's cool but you know still needs you know something missing right still needs some work but now Roman's at a point where it's just like, yo, he's he's on another level. You know, even when Roman came back and he started going heel and, you know, I'm just like, yo, I liked it. I personally, you like it, I love it. So I, I loved it, you know. So with Montez and Angelo, I think, like I said, with Montez, I think he's going to be one of them guys, it's going to be hard to hate him. Like, you know, like, ah, man, yo, he the heel. And he dry, like you know he might be shitting on your city, beating up on one of your favorite wrestlers, whatever talking crazy. But you like yo he's so but he's so good he's so cocky. You know what I mean? It's just like ah, it's hard to hate him. But Angelo Dawkins, I just feel like a lot of people don't like Angelo. Like not nah, say don't like Angelo Dawkins, but they don't they don't like him like they like Montez. So I think, I just, I don't. it's just like, you know, you, I just feel like Angelo Dawkins, this is going to be, I, I just feel like Angelo Dawkins is going to talk. He going to be one of them dudes, you just go want to just like, yo, I want to knock this dude. Like, you just say, yo, somebody please punch this dude in the face. You know what I mean? Like, because he, like you, like you ain't even the best dude on your group. But he going to be, talk, I, he can wrestle. Angelo Dawkins got skills. He very talented. Big dude, too. Like, them two, I ain't even know. Like Montez and Angelo was that tall. I think Montez is like 6'3, 6'3, 6'4, something like that. And Angelo Dawkins is like 6'5, six, 6'6, six, six. big dudes. Big dudes. So I just I just could see uh for some reason, I could see Angelo Dawkins being like really stepping it up. Because I feel like when you're a heel. You could just do. It's just so hard to be a face and all that. You know, it's just like you can't really be mean as a face, but as a, as a heel, you could be more yourself, turned up times ten, and just get the crowd to hate you. Like the New Day did a good job of being heels, but not being like like you hated them, but. It was, like, it was entertaining, you know what I mean? Like, it was like some people that's hard to hate. You hate them, but you kind of like them a little bit because they're doing a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of the windows or whatever like that. The stage, you be like, oh, y'all, like, these dudes are bugging. Like, these dudes are saying stuff. Like, you be like, oh, did y'all catch that? You know, things that like fly over your head. It's like sexual stuff or, you know, certain references to certain things. You be like, oh, like, I caught that or whatever like that. And the New Day were like, were cool, but you wanted to see them get the asby. You know, those times you wanted to see them get the asby. But I love, like I said, I love the new day. I'm at that point where it's just like, I think I'm more, like, I love heels more now. I'm more about the heels more than about the face. Because I feel like as the as the heels, you could do more. You can do more with your character. You know, you can expand it. You can, you can just discover different lanes in your... In your in your character, better as a heel than a face, because you're just a baby face. You know what I mean? So, but I just think, I think Angelo Dawkins, in my personal opinion, out of this transition, this transition from being the lovable street, street prophets coming down the ring, and they're probably gonna still do all that, you know, all that stuff, but to be, like, the bad guys? Like I said, I think Montez gonna be great. But watch out for Angelo Dawkins. I think Angelo Dawkins going to find his niche. He going to find his voice. And don't be surprised, at some point, next draft, that's when he split the new... Uh, the, I was going to say the New Day, but that's when he split up the Street Profits. Montez is going to be over here. Angelo Dawkins is going to be over here. And of course, Bianca, wherever, wherever Montez goes, Bianca got to go. So... Maybe say Montez stay on Raw with Bianca, Angelo go to SmackDown, and we're just going to see, you know, Angelo. I think Angelo will probably remain a heel, but we're going to see Montez be a heel transition back to the face and be one of the, you know, biggest stars in the WWE. But listen, I think that this transition is going to work out so great for both of those guys. I don't think they were heels and I don't think it was ever heels in he might have been heels in, in NXT but I don't think it was for like a long time I think people didn't like him at first but then they started like warm up to him or whatever like that because I feel like the street private's has always been been a face a baby face but now like you know it is, it is time to you know let's transition back and let's, let's go be heels for a little while see how this work out so I think it's going I think it's gonna work out great for both of them but like I'm saying watch out for Angela Darkers now Another thing I seen you guys out here complain about is why is Queen Charmelle being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? And I say, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? And I'm always gonna I'm gonna keep saying this. I'm gonna keep saying this to the date, to the day I no longer exist on this earth. If the great Kylie can get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, then goddamn it, anybody else should get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Shit, Jinder Mahal got more. Jinder Mahal has done more, and to me, in my opinion, than, 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 than the great Khali to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. If he in there, Jinder Mahal need to be in there. Jinder Mahal, WWE champion, United States champion, got two belts. Beat Randy, beat Shinsuke Nakamura, and I think now nah, he lost to AJ Styles, and he and he won the United States title. He got two belts. He got two. He got two titles on his on his record. And I hope, and I low key hope Jinder win the Intercontinental title and the Tag Team title, so he can be a Grand Slam champion. That's just me. I just like listen. Just get let us let's get, let him get that out the way. But this is about Queen Charmel. Queen Charmel was a big part of King Booga's success. And that's Booker T's wife. You can't have King Booker without Queen Charmelle. You just can't. And you can't have King Booker in the Hall of Fame without his wife. So I don't see why not. And have Queen Charmel in there. Now, Queen Charmelle wasn't a in-ring competitor, like, you know what I mean? She wasn't in the ring getting it in like that. But she was a part, she was a part of Booker. She was what? A manager, his wife slash manager of Booker T. You know, and there's other people that were managers and whatever like that that probably you know, shouldn't be in the in the in the WWE Hall of Fame. I would have to look into it. I mean, there's obviously obviously the classics, you know, out there. But she deserves to be in there. In my personal opinion, you know, and he put everybody in there. The WWE Hall of Fame has so many. You know, I know I don't think they have a physical Hall of Fame yet. But if you if we look at, it, they got so many different characters in there, and there's a lot of little celebrities. They got, I think, Arnold Schwarzenegger is, is in there, Mike Tyson, um, Jim Carrey, not the comedian, not the the actor comedian. We, no Jim Carrey, that Jim Carrey, the other Jim Carrey, oh, now Drew Carey, Drew Carey, my bad. Um, who else? Is I think Johnny Knoxville's in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's a bunch of there's a. I think Trump made the Hall of Fame. If Donald Trump, if Donald Trump is in the Hall of Fame, I don't see why Queen Sharmell has done way more, way more in the WWE in wrestling. Period. In wrestling, period. Than fucking Donald Trump. If y'all cool with Donald Trump being the president, Donald Trump. Being in the WWE Hall of Fame, the David Queen, Charmel, you should have no reason to hate on Queen Charmel being in the WWE Hall of Fame. She's done way more for the business. I'm quite for sure loves the business way more than Donald Trump. She, she, she there's no reason she shouldn't be in. That. That's that's the case. She first ballot Hall of Fame, no doubt. Lock it in. Get her in there. And on top of that. You know, wrestling doesn't have, wrestling doesn't have a lot of representation as far as, like, black, you know, black you know black people. I was going to say black and Latino, but I feel like, you know, the Latinos, you got, you know, luchadores and you got the Mexican scene and all this other stuff like that. Jap, you know, the Japanese, the New Japan and all that stuff. You know, get that overseas, you got that. You know, so they got a bunch of res- representation. But there's not really a lot of black people in wrestling like that. You know, or it doesn't gravitate towards black. You know, we like it. You know, I could say we like it. We love it. But it's not like, it's not, I saw somebody talk about this. It's not, we don't look at it as a way out. You know, a way out the hood, the way out, you know, to make money and all this other stuff. Obviously, yeah, you can make money. You can make money in, 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 in wrestling. And we've seen that, you know, especially in the WWE. The WWE is the creme de la creme of shit making money in wrestling business let's be real you know so and it's not really a lot of like i said there's not really a lot of representation on on our side of the fence. looking at it because at that time what shit it was probably what booker t his wife fucking (laughs) what d Lo? farouk you know farouk was old d Lo old um who else I can't even think like it really like Booger T. Oh yeah, The Rock, but The Rock, but The Rock kind of like to me favors more Samoan than than Black. You know what I mean? Even though you know he's both, but I feel like Rock kind of like he, he 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 favors that Samoan side more than 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 his uh his African roots. But Booger T. Straight Black, up from Houston, Texas, <laughs> with dreads. Big, you know, and Booker a big dude, big athletic, just gifted in the ring, and his wife, dude, like you know, women, just it is black women, black women in general in wrestling. There ain't a whole lot of black women in wrestling like that. Probably now you could probably you could probably name if you really if you really in the wrestling like that you might be able to get off ten. You might be able to get off 10. Black women. Black women. You might get 10. You know, so... Charmella at that time was probably like one of the few. It was probably her, Jazz, and, um... Jacqueline. And Jacqueline. That was probably it. That was probably... in WWE at that, at that time, That probably wasn't... It wasn't that much. Oh, Layla. Um there really, there, really, there really wasn't that many black women at that time so and, and she was a queen she was a queen you know how many times we say black women are queens these black women are queens you know so you know how many times we, we say that we post that we see that all over social media and and and, and things of that nature and stuff like that just, just the positivity of blackness the love the love of blackness and the black women and, and the love of black women. You know, and Queen Charmelle was well, she was the queen. And she was coming, she was part of the same case. She'd come out there with the with the hand waving and stuff like that. Booker T come out there and talk like a, a a Brit or some shit like that. Like he was from England or something. You know, he'll go from his Britain his his British accent to his Houston accent real quick. You know, especially if you piss him off. You know, so yeah, I mean, I just don't see why not. I don't see why not. Why not? Why not, Queen Charmed? Like I said, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of representation for Black women for Black people in WWE. Like I said at that time, it probably was just Booker T, The Rock, Jacqueline, Layla, Jazz. If that, you know what I'm saying. If that, so. And on top of that, you had the two brand splits. So you got on one brand, you might have like two or three black wrestlers. Oh, Kofi, maybe. I think Kofi was around at that time. So, so at you know, at this time, you only got like maybe like four black people on each brand, if that. If that. So, you know, you know, you could you could say Queen Charmel paved the way or helped, you know. Paved the way for other black women to be in the business because you don't like say well you don't you don't see it you're not gonna be thinking oh I can do that you know but when you see somebody that look like you you're like oh I didn't know there were people like that look like me that look like us doing this and having fun and getting to travel the world and making a good making a good living for themselves you never knew that maybe Queen Shamel. Open the door for that, or you know, women, other women, young black women, young black girls, saw her and was like, "Oh, if she could do that, I can do that. If she could be in the WWE, I could be in the WWE or WWF or whatever it was called at that time." So, yeah, Queen Sharmell most definitely deserving to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Stop hating. Stop hating. There's so many. There's so many people that don't. There's so many people that don't deserve. To be in the WWE Hall of Fame There's so many people that probably don't even love the business like that That's in the WWE Hall of Fame So if they get to be in it Queen Charmel Most definitely deserving to be in it And I think this is is somebody that loved the business That was part of the business for a long time Booker T got two kids Do not be surprised if any of his kids End up being Future wrestlers And being a part of the WWE You know. So, like I said, stop hating. Stop hating on stop hating on Queen Charmelle. Now, the last thing I want to talk about. Now, this is something that I ain't gonna say, well, I don't say I was hating on it or whatever like that. I was probably like putting it down, but I just didn't think, I didn't think that a lot of people were gravitating towards WWE, WWE 2K22. You know, because I didn't really hear a lot of, you know, I just didn't think a lot of people didn't care was going to buy it like that. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, you know, I felt like it was, you know, it was was delayed and, you know, I just, I was like, God, man, I don't know, you know, but everything that I heard so far about WWE, WWE 2K22 has been great. I heard this game is the graphics look good. The gameplay, everything, you know, to me, I feel like it's like every other year the game gets better. Now, obviously it, it they, they didn't come out with I did they I think they didn't come out with twenty-one. They miss, I think they missed a few years. They missed like two years. Now obviously the COVID year you couldn't have came out well, yeah, so maybe like two 2020 and 21, uh I think they didn't come out. So 2K22 was like, I was like, yeah, this is this 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 and this apparently this is the last one on the 2K series. So they might be moving they might be moving from 2K and I heard they might be going to EA EA Sports so that's interesting. That's interesting. So, you know, like I said this is the last one this is the last one on 2K. But I heard great things about this game. I haven't played it yet. Um you know, back in the day not that not that long ago, you know, me the franchise and our other homeboy Was playing the game. That was our thing, man. Wrestling for titles, having fun. It was something that we always did. I always bought a wrestling game growing up, you know, especially when I started to have my own money. So, you know, and and there's some classics. There's some classics out there, you know what I mean, back in the day, especially back in the day. There's a lot of classics out there, but I heard very good things about, I heard a lot of good things about 2K22. So hopefully one of these days I get to play the game and, See for myself and stuff like that, and you know, see see how it goes. And I heard you know, and I saw that you know you can download the AEW uh, set on there and have you know AEW characters on there and stuff like that. I know like that you can download. They'll have like characters you can download. I think I think the only person you can't, they won't allow you to have is Chris Benoit. You know, which is which is sad because I'm quite quite for sure. If Chris Benoit was on the game, a lot of people would be playing with Chris Benoit. There'll probably be some fucked up remarks, you know, being said while playing with Chris Benoit, or whatever with Chris Benoit. But yeah, I think yeah, that's the only that's the only cat he probably wanna allow. You could probably get everybody else on that bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could probably create anybody else on that motherfucker, except for Chris Benoit. So. Yeah, so what am I? I'm at like almost like 40 minutes, close to. So that's pretty much it for me. I want to wrap it up real quick, you know. So um, like I said, this is the ace that runs the place. One half of the Royal Club wrestling podcast, you know, another solo episode down the, you know, down down for the count, you know. Uh check us out at RCW underscore podcast on Instagram. That's all our, you know, Instagram posts and stuff. You can see us on there. Or you can check us out at all streaming platforms where you listen to your podcast. This is Taipan Royal Club Wrestling. You'll see the logo will pop up, man. Season 6. um, And check us out on YouTube, man. We got a YouTube channel, too. We got a YouTube channel, too, man. We've been doing great things. you know. We've been getting a lot of you know support from that. So like, comment, share. Just let us know what you guys think. And this is the Royal Club. You guys be easy, be safe, enjoy your weekend. I'm out. Peace.